Hello, it's Lisa Fertali with Me, Money, and Mold. Today I have another question for you. Are, do you have a hedge mentality? Are you always hedging your bet? As somebody who got really good at being a spread trader, always hedging my bet, I learned how to do that. I was tired of losing money, and I didn't need it all. That's what traders do. They don't, you don't need it all. You just need to take your chunk out of the middle, right? You don't need the top. You don't need the bottom. You just need the chunk out of the middle. That's a trader, right? Um, you le- I learned how to, I learned how to have my cake and eat it too. But that's not what I want to talk about per se, money. What I want to talk about is hedging your bet. Which means, when I was trading, I was using both sides of my brain, so I thought. In other words, the left side was the analytical side, the numbers side. I was doing calculations all the time. You know, hedging my bet. Calculating risk. That's really what trading is. You're calculating risk, okay? So then you figure out a way to mitigate your risk. And... Then the other side of the equation was the human side. What actually, what, what was the story that I was investing in? Because I looked at the positions that I put on as investments. There were years that I did trade during the day. It depended on the market. But for the most part, they were position trades. So they were stories. Stories about people, people in companies, innovations, futuristic things things that we all enjoy right here and right now, everything around you, right? Things that you, ubiquitous products that are around us every day that we just take for granted. Those, I I invested in lots of things, but they all had a story. Everything has a story. I mean, companies are made up of people. They might do a thing, you know, a service, or produce a a product, right? Obviously a service or a product, but it's still people. It's a people thing. We are surrounded by people. And so that part of me interested in why people do what they do, the part of me that studied psychology and biology and physiology was always interested in the story of the company. So I, in retrospect, was always using, according to the scientists, both sides of my brain. And I even meditated too, in the morning and at night, um, Holosync, which is whole brain meditation, basically. It teaches, you're creating new pathways in your brain through this meditation. And I I meditated with that for years. Here's my point. While I was trading, I was always still, part of me was always still doing something in personal growth, personal development, some kind of, you know, some book I was reading about a different mind theory, a different way to approach life, whatever. You get the point. So, and a lot of those people... We're always saying that your ego, hence your left brain, the thinking part, the analytical part, 
was something that you had to walk away from, give up when, if you wanted to grow bigger in life, have more, do more, be more. And here was somebody like, maybe like you, who was entrenched in a left brain uh, job, business, right? You, I mean, you're thinking all day long. What is that? You're, you're thinking most of your time you are spent thinking. And so these gurus were telling people that you have to give up your left brain thinking and not be so in your head and be more in your in feeling. And from my perspective, I was like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. I, I spend hours during the day. Well, I spend hours every day, even on weekends, thinking, reading, calculating, plotting, you know, planning. You know, if you've ever had anything to do with the stock market or anything in investing or anything of a business that's dynamic, and there's a lot of businesses, it's not just the stock market, that's dynamic. Like, let's say medicine, technology, these things, it's like trying to hold water in your hand. They're always moving. They're always innovating. They're dynamic. So I I don't know. How do you turn that off? How do you turn any of it off? How do you disengage? They're telling me the only way I can move forward is by disengaging. Huh? So I look at, for me, me getting sick, which was, thank goodness, just black mold, which was enough to take me out of my life, right? I had to stop doing everything and figure it out. There was enough. Thank goodness that's all it was. It wasn't any of the stuff that I was told it was. That's all it was. I mean, for people who have suffered with mold, I know saying that's all it was is, that's not what I mean. I'm just saying, thank goodness that's what it was. But it took me out. Thank goodness that happened because I'd still be beating my head against the wall trying to figure out how to reinvent myself. Because I felt like, because I was trading by myself, and I always wanted somebody to bounce ideas off of. So I was in, I paid for that. I was in a futures room. But I didn't know these people personally. So I always wanted camaraderie. I needed an outlet. I needed somebody to see, you know, to be another opinion. But I never got that. So it's high burnout when you're doing that kind of work by yourself. You're, I mean, entrepreneurship is as lonely as it is. But doing trading by yourself, pretty much you're by yourself. You're making decisions about your money and your family's money by yourself most of the time, if not all the time. It's high burnout. At least it was. 11 years I did that. So... My point is, you have to integrate all sides of your personality. That was, that was the lesson I got from me being sick. If you really want to be more, have more, do more. That was the message I got from pick, pick your euphemism for the universe. We'll just say the universe. That was my message. 
I, it was possible for me to step away and get better and figure out how to be happy first and foremost with my own, with myself, with my own thoughts, right? And realize I have done enough in my life, good things, and I deserve to be happy. So I don't know, what price tag would you put on that? I don't know. What price tag would you put on that? There's all kinds of price tags out there for that kind of information. All kinds of price tags out there for people having to go through pain in order to feel like they are worthy of living the life that they want. Whatever that is. Pick a price tag. Yeah, pick a price tag. Tell me your price tag. Tell me what you would pay for that. How long you would like it to go on. How long the the course would be. And what you think it's worth. There's a good question. What do you think it's worth to feel like you want to be here? You want to be here. You got more to do. You want to have fun. What's that worth to you? Right? What's it worth? That's my question. What's it worth to you? Please send me figures and explanation of how long the program should be and what you think it's worth for you to realize at this point in your life, you need to be happy, healthy, and abundant, whatever that means, meaning the abundant, all of it, whatever that means to you. What's it worth to you? Time frame and money. There you go. That's the question. What's it worth? What are you worth? Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye.